I just want to open up the day with just saying thank you just for praying for me. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. This always can be a little bit embarrassing, but I don't know that I really have a real long message today. But I know, I know kind of how it can be sometimes. We, uh, we think we don't really, we're not sure what we're going to say, and then it is kind of embarrassing sometimes if we go over. But my prayer is today that I could just share the Word of God and uh, anything that would come out of this, I think if there would be any credit in any way, I think it should be you people because I know how I felt going to bed last night. I know how small I felt and even saying anything. And somehow feels like maybe I do have a little something to say. So if there's any credit, it's going to be you because you prayed. So that's, that's where we're at today. And most of all, the glory to God. I'm here today and, you know, it's, I always try to think of, I try to think of a timely message. And I'm, my heart today goes out to Jason and Rose here this morning. And I really don't know what to say. And I know, Actually, what I would like to share and speak on today some is about uh, offending people, okay? I woke up during the night one night, and that just kind of came to me, and that's just about where it was at. But I, I think of Jason and Rouse, and you try to think of words that you can say, because you know how hard words are. But I think if we as a church could just simply tell her that we care. We care that she hurts. Maybe that would help. We care. But as I would speak today, like I said, my mind went about offending people. And that's kind of what I'd like to talk about a little bit. Okay, we probably all, and, and if you want to at the end here, if you have something you'd like to share, share. So you, if we want to take this today and make it a, maybe it's a little bit of preaching and a little bit of, quite a bit of sharing, I'm okay with that too. I just, I have to say some one experience that I had in my life. I had, uh, talking about offending people, I had, uh, I had three different people come to me in a real short time. 
One brother was from the church, one brother was from the neighboring church. The other brother was from a man, sort of a neighboring church, yeah. They came to me and they asked me a question. They asked me if if maybe if, if I hold something against them or if they feel something. You know, when the first one did that, I I thought, oh well, you know, I it's just something that then the second one came to me. Then the third one came to me. And basically, all three said the same thing. And then I no longer thought I'd done nothing. <laughs> I knew I'd done something. I knew I did something in action. I did something in my motive. I did something that I offended them. I mean, I didn't doubt that. Because I know that there's no way there's only three people come up to you at this very short period of time and ask you that. I'm going to say this. I think it's okay if I say this. Like I said, one guy, one, one brother was from the church. I've worked with him many years. Walked beside him, basically. The other brother was from a neighboring church. And actually, the one brother sits here today. And probably one of the closest people in two. So I'd just like for you to think this morning. I know that there's another side of the story about being offended and that type of thing. I'd like to, I might just say this, just kind of in passing. I know the other side of the subject would be of taking offense. I understand that. But I'd like to just say that maybe the term that Jesus used, he said unto Peter, get behind me, Satan. Thou art offense, thou art offense unto me. For thou savest not the things of God, but the things of men. He simply said, just get behind and Jesus kind of had a way that, that, that challenged me to think about, you know, I, I don't know, new in the faith, you know, that, that this is sort of kind of, in the scripture I want to use mainly today would be found in 1 Corinthians 8, if you'd want to turn to that. It, uh, pretty well, 8 to 13. There's just a few verses there. And it goes, you know, talks about, you know, like Paul made the mentions, you know, that if I offend by eating meat, I won't eat meat. And, you know, we all, we all, we've all probably been there and we probably all did this. We probably told people, well, yeah, I just, I really don't have a problem with it. It don't really bother me to do this. I don't think it wounds my spirit or dampens my walk with God. Or... But I'd like for us to always think, I'd like for me to think. And 
And just in passing, I might just say, you know, how we do communion, you know, how we, how we do it, you know, what we serve. And I, you know, I'm not one of, I don't want to make a big deal about that. I just want to say, I've heard people say, well, this don't bother me to do it that way. I mean, if they don't give me any, give me any desire to alcohol, don't give me, it don't bother me. Maybe there's somebody right beside me, sitting beside me, say, yeah. It does bother me. And I just had to think of it in a way that we want to be cautious. We want to be careful. Because taking offense to people and giving offense to people, it's not a good thing to do. To be a stumbling block, so to say. It's not a good thing to do. It's not something that we want to do. And, you know, for a child of God, you know, and, and to think about it, I realize I'm just reading in the scripture where it says, if you should preach the gospel, you should also live the gospel. And if, you know, if, if we're here today and, and you want to, you know, I, I, all of us like to preach with power. We like to preach with, we like to preach that we feel good about our preaching. Maybe it's somewhat important. But it's more important that we live like our preaching. We can offend people. We can offend people that we look right, did right, did all the right things, and yet, you know, somehow down the road, we kind of do the wrong things and we lead little children astray. What's the Bible say? It were better for the male's thing to hang around his neck than drown to the depths of the sea than offend one of his little ones. That's what the Bible says. It also says, following that verse, it says, Woe from where the offense comes. It says something like this. It says not, it's impossible that offense won't come. They're going to come. But it says, Woe unto that person where they come from. So I think we need to take it serious if we offend people. Um, you know, I, 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 I recently just heard an account where some Mennonite people were, uh, where uh, they, met a, they met a man that, I, I don't know if you should say he was a homeless man or I don't know what you would say he was, but anyhow, he lost his mother. His mother died. He only had a mother and a dog. That's all he had. He had no friends, he had no people, he had no church, he had no nothing. He had no God. Well, he was looking for gods. He said that he, you know, and, and these people, they, they, they made the, he drove for miles after his mother died. He just, he just wanted to get out of there, so he just left. He drove for a long ways. Finally, he got to these people. He met these men and up people, you know, the, the appointments, you know, that we meet people, and this was the appointed time. By the way, it was... Uh, my friend Marcus, uh, Marcus and Lexi and them, um, you know what I'm talking about, Marcus, uh, the little guy, uh, he's, he's my friend. I don't know if you knew that or not, but he's sort of my friend. And anyhow, they met him, and they, they, uh, they talked to him. Well, they thought, you know, he lost his mother. Then they got there. He brought the dog with him, and the dog died. The dog died. Then... Mm, they talked to him and they mentioned something. Try God. Oh, no. No, he said, I've already did that. Don't work. 
Got more of an idea like, um, I would say more likely than not, somewhere he was offended. I really believe that. Somewhere, probably somewhere like here, somewhere like, probably somewhere he was offended. Nothing to do with church, nothing to do with God. Now, I don't know. I don't know a lot of details. But anyhow, what I was going to say, said, I said, got an idea. He told these people, you know, they, they just, you know, they didn't push it. They didn't push it down his throat. They just mentioned that God would be a good place to try. That'd be a good place to start. Try God. You know, let's just, you know, and as you know, Marcus, like I know Marcus, he's, a, he's, a, he's energetic and he's pretty enough. I mean, he's in it for the real thing. I really believe that. And, and you know, well, you know, he had to kind of back off a little bit, you know, and just let the guy kind of have his space. And he knows exactly what he's going to do. He's going to go off to some island. He's going to go to kind of a place alone. And he thinks he can possibly find peace there. Kind of thinks maybe it's possible. Kind of an unknown God is what he was looking for. It reminded me very like when Paul was preaching in Mars Hill. You know, these people were looking for an unknown God, and Paul just simply said, he said, this unknown God is God. He simply made it clear. This unknown God is God. And you know, this, the day, here's what I'm wanting to say. Perhaps he was offended. Perhaps Somebody didn't show him compassion. I'm not saying that. I'm just, I'm just saying that perhaps somebody didn't. I wasn't planning on saying this, but yesterday morning I met, uh, I do this occasionally. I used to do it a lot. I met with Marlon Wagner, which used to be Dean's brother-in-law. And yeah, yeah, a few people there, and we met at McDonald's, and Marlon got started saying, he said, you know, now, it gets a certain time, there's going to be a guy coming here that he's been talking to, you know, and he's going to take time for him, so, well, anyhow, the guy showed up early. Somebody that had lost his daughter, she was a handicapped daughter, and I think she was in her 40s. And he said he always went to church, and he said he would he'd go to church, and his daughter was telling one side of his, his life was going to church. He was sitting in the Baptist church. And his daughter died. Couldn't pray. And well, they looked like they were doing good. Uh, Kevin's actually joined us different times. Well, I, I think he was there before I was there when he meets on those meetings. But anyhow, yeah, he wasn't there yesterday morning, but yeah. And anyhow, um, I'd like for you to think a little bit with me in chapter 8, talking about offense. Here's what it says. Chapter 8. Verse 8. Okay, let's say 7. Let's, say, let's, read, let's just read. The, let's read the scripture. And then maybe we can make some comments. And then if you have something to say, I'll let you say something too. 
How about, there is not every man in this knowledge, for some with the conscience of an idol unto the hour to eat is a thing offered unto an idol, and their conscience may be weak. Notice that, and defiled. But meat commanded us not to God, for neither if we eat, are we better? Neither if we eat not, are we worse? But take heed, least by any means, the liberty, the freedom of yours becomes a stumbling block for them that are weak. For if any man see that which he has knowledge set at the meat of the idol's table, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened. Things which were offered unto idols. And through thy knowledge shall thy weak brother perish for whom Christ died. But when you sin so against the brethren, you wound, you wound their weak conscience. You sin against Christ. Wherefore, if you meet, make my brother to offend, I will eat no flesh while the world stands. Least I make my brother to offend. And I don't know, there's... Notice here when Paul was saying, what he was saying here. He said, it don't make you any better if you don't eat meat. It don't make you any worse if you eat meat. But his... His conclusion of this was, if it offends my brother that I'm with, I want meat eat. I want to eat meat. Now, he had no problem with meat. He just, he, he, he just, and, I, and think about it. Or you say, well, we have the freedom, we can do that. We have the freedom, we can, we can do a lot of things. But let's always consider the brother that's walking beside us. Let's consider where he's at. We might say that we, uh, yeah, we can do that. I have no convictions on doing that. But I might be a brother right beside me that really has strong convictions, and I need to be careful that I don't encourage him to go against his conscience or his convictions, so to say. So I have to be careful what I do. Um. You know, a brother that is offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and his contentions are like the bars of the castle. It's hard to win a brother that's been offended. Hard to win him. It's possible, but it's hard, difficult. And I, I would say probably one of the biggest things that we need to do, and I'm just going to label all of us sort of as preachers, Okay. You preach the gospel, not only preach the gospel, but you live the gospel. And you know, I, I know that as I was talking and sharing somewhat about the fact about if you offend one of these little ones, it were better that a millstone were hung about his neck and were drowned in the depths of the sea. And it's not possible that offenses are not going to come. They're going to come. Get it. It's, they are going to come. We are going to face it. It's going to come. But woe unto that person where they come from. We are, we're not to be that person. We're not to bring offense. And I did it. And I went to people and I said, well, did I, did I offend you? And I just lightly say that, you know, not really with a lot of depth. Just, did I offend you? It's just kind of a lightly statement. It should be a very deep statement. Did I offend you? If I offend you, I sin. Not only against you, but against God. That's what the Bible says here. 
Okay. I am. Uh, as I think about thinking about offend one of these little ones. I'm challenged to the fact that perhaps I'm sure you've heard this, but you know the story was that the dad was actually he was headed to the bar. And it was a great big snow one, so he just walked. And he'd take those big leaps, you know, the big look like, you know, look like walking big steps. Got there, finally the little boy showed up. The little boy just jumped from Step to step, bother his dad. Like the songwriter put it, I'm walking in daddy's footprints wherever daddy goes. And you know, we, we maybe didn't do that. We maybe didn't go to the bar. Our children maybe didn't jump behind the snow. But I'm here to tell you that I know that I have offended my children. I know that I have. Perhaps maybe were I, you know, I, I know I know what it's like to be, I think I can say that I feel this. I know what it's like whenever you're a preacher of a church and you just think you're going to change this, you're going to do this, and you're going to do that, and you're going to do it all, and oh, you maybe have family back home, they have needs, and you just, come on, grow up, get with it, and you offend them. Take them to church. Yeah, you go to church. Yeah, you go every day. You go every Sunday because you are the... And, and you need to go. Yeah, rightly so. You need to go. But it, I was so... On, oh, yeah, you do that, you do this, and you do that. And then... And sometimes... This is my confession to you. You don't wear this and you don't wear that. I think sometimes I overstep my boundaries on that. Because it wasn't in the Bible, it really wasn't sin. I think I overstepped that sometimes. But I think they've all forgiven me. I think they all love me. So I've, I did my share of offending people. Do you believe this morning that your spirit can be wounded? I do. Do you believe that by an action I can wound your spirit if I don't? What did we hear this morning? Have a form of godliness, denying the power thereof having a form. Just, I can wound your spirit. It's important that I live God's way. There is. There is a way to live God's way. I know. I know it's a little bit. I have this back page my Bible, I thought I could go to that. I had this, something about God's way. There is a safe way. There's principles. 
There's a roadmap in the Bible. We don't compare ourselves among each other. Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. As I think about the idea how sometimes we can become judgmental and we can offend somebody. I often have to think, it's not original with me, but I heard this said. A man was flying on a plane and he had children. Had several children with him and they were kind of out of control. They were loud. The man there on the plane, he just continued to look out. He just looked out. Just looked out the window, you know. Sometimes about what you can see when you're looking out the plane window, but he just he just ignored the fact that his children were completely running on the loose. They were wild, wild and loud, and they were they were out of control. And you know the people, the people like they were almost ready to get a hold of this guy looking out the window and just shake him and give him a good shaking up and say, "Get your children straight and get them in order." And finally, they got his attention. And he told them that his wife just died. And they're flying back home for the funeral. And all at once, the people, they're con- they turned to compassion. Their judgment left. Their, their idea of feeling ill about him changed from compassion to judgment. I mean, from judgment to compassion to sorrow. And that's, that's what I want to say this morning. That's my prayer this morning, that I don't offend people. Uh, maybe from the onset there. The little comment I made about, you know, brothers, being sort of offended about something I did or something I, some type of motive I've had or some type of force or something I did. I don't know what it was. I really don't know. But I know it was something. And that's, that's just what I'm, I, I just, hopefully I, I uh, now I'm going to let AC, that's about what I have, I think, today. I think I'm going to stop there. Um, you know, it's been said that Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Is that true? That is not true. We all knew that wasn't true. That's a statement that's been given for many years. It may break my bones, but words can never hurt me. Actually, it's pretty close to the opposite. Words can offend me. My words can offend you. And I'll, I'll go a little further and say this, I guess, you know, uh, I, I know I know a little bit, and I've heard this said, and I know this is kind of across the board, but we kind of say a little something there once in a while, and we think, mm, it, boy, that just kind of really shot the orders there, and didn't really quite come out right, and uh, we just kind of say, oh, well, I'm just going to quit talking. You probably won't. You probably won't quit talking. 
You know the reason I'm saying that? You have a personality to kind of speak out. You're probably not going to disclose that to your mother. Let's just out any way you can. You're not going to do that. The reason I'm saying that is, I'd like to encourage us all just like Peter. Peter had a spirit that he, you know, he just, he just blurred her out. He just said all kinds of things. What do you do? He learned to say the right thing. That's what I encourage us all to do. We, we're probably not going to just take that personality and just, yeah, we can, we need to study to show ourselves approved, working that needs not to be ashamed. We need to study. We need to study and share the things of God. We need to get into the Word of God so the Word of God can get into us. And we need to make a difference. And we need to be that person that um, proclaims the promises that God has promised us. That Now, hopefully there was nothing negative about this speech this morning at all. I'm not trying to preach a negative message. I'm trying to speak a positive message. That we are positive about that. You know, that we... Um, I don't, I don't think the answer is, is to be scared of each other. I don't think the answer is, is not to talk to each other. I don't think the answer is, is not to share your concerns. Now, at first sight, what they do is thinking, they just sit down and go have something. <coughs> they just tell you, they just look you in the face and just tell you some of the things that they kind of think that you are going to change. You know what your duty is to do out of that is just simply mind your spirit and go through and help this one. And don't take the offense against me, but it's what they're supposed to come out with. You can't do that. That's the way it works out. You know, maybe you know more time for you. Some more close. Okay, may the Lord bless. That's it. All I have, and I just want to ask that if you'd like to share something today. You feel free to share. I think it would be, be fine if somebody would like to share now, and then I'm going to let Gary close. But somebody would like to say something before I have prayer. Okay, we'll just, just let's kneel for prayer. Dear God in heaven, we come before you today. We pray today that what we tried to share here in the Bible today is about, you know, Keep us from not offending people. Keep us from not using words that maybe they're empty words. Maybe they're words that don't have any weight. And they, they find lodging in people's hearts and they just offend them in ways that we don't even understand. I just pray that you would give us 
words that would be uh, upbuilding. You give us words that we would speak life into people, that we would be able to speak life into each of the individuals, that we would, uh, we would encourage them in their walk with you. And Lord, I just pray that you would help us, myself first, to never have a critical spirit. Help us not to wound spirits. Help us not to have, help us not to have a spirit of judgment but a spirit of compassion. I pray today for each person that's here today. I thank you for this group of people. I pray for their lives. And I just pray most of all for each one of us that are here today. Heaven is waiting on us. I do pray especially today as I think of Jason Rose here today. Pray especially for her for her heart and the healing that needs to happen there, the grieving that she is progressing. I just pray, Lord, that you would help her to heal in the right way. Lord, if I know that help them to see mercy in all of this. I pray for each one of us today. And I just think today of, of this, the life that we're living in, this is only a temporary dwelling. And help us never forget that nothing that we do for you, God, is in vain. Pray a blessing on each other. We love you, and thank you for dying us. For us in your name we pray. Amen.